The Cubs get back in the win column, and Justin Steele is a big reason why. We tell you why he's one of the best pitchers in baseball next. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day alongside Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community, which we're certainly building on here in social media by following on all audio platforms. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you. Ah, there we go on all things Cubs. Today's episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. Cubs win 10-4 to over the Cardinals on Wednesday and are now 18-19 and on the season. Justin Steele went six innings. Allowed seven hits, three runs, three walks, three strikeouts. So some threes are wild there. Steele now with a 1.82 ERA and eight starts so far this year. In 49 innings, he has allowed only 37 hits and 10 earned runs while walking 14 and striking out 39. He has a whip of 1.03. Since July 2022, Sam, Steele has been perhaps the best pitcher in the sport entering Wednesday's ball game with an MLB best 1.24 ERA over that stretch. Nice to see the Cubs have a, a true anchor of their staff right now. Yeah, and as we're going to talk about in a bit, that's kind of going to be today's theme, yep. positivity, happiness, joy, remote, you know, anything good. Um, this team is starting to show real signs of being able to develop in-house pitching, which has been a problem for about, I don't know, 90 years. Um, and, and it's starting to, whether it's steel at the big league level, whether it's a, a, a couple guys we're going to talk about in a bit, th- there's a trend here of some homegrown stuff that's really nice to see. And uh, when you look at, you know, Justin individually, you know, there's a lot of Lester in there, maybe yeah. not with maybe not with pitch selection, but with personality and approach. And, uh, you know, he grinds. I think the next step for him, which feels a little bit cruel to say when you just read the numbers that you did. But I think the next step for him will be picking and choosing at bat to at bat, maybe outing to outing when it's time to get more whiffs and swing and misses. Yes. And then and then when it's time to just attack, attack, attack. Because what happened today is he pitched as well as he had all year. A couple balls found some grass because that's what happens when mm-hmm. you pitch to contact. But overall, he has been as good as anybody since this run. And, and it passes the eye test. He seems really confident. For uh, sure. And just really kind of in his element. Uh, I, I don't know if that's described well, but. Very. No, I I think that's a great description. 
I believe we used the word bulldog on the show before. Yes. And uh, he's certainly out of uh, out of his cage 100%. Um, you know, what's interesting about Steele, and uh, of course, knowing baseball like we do, Sam, uh, despite some of the uh, flack that you may have received this week. Um, it's all good, man. He is a he. He's a two pitch pitcher. Yeah, which most high school varsity guys can't get by doing. Right. Um, but he's able to do this, and he's able to do it in a legitimate way. Yeah. Uh, fastball slider, and, right. and the fastball isn't that fast. Right. There's just so much movement to his pitches, especially on the fastball, and he just induces a lot of a lot of soft contact. I I do think you would like to seek out some more swing and miss and and he struck out 39 and, and 49 frames. But if he's pitching a contact, especially given the personnel that's in front of him and behind him, I think that's okay. But I, I do think that's an appropriate next step. I think you hit it right on the head. And, you know, I, I just think it's very unique that he's a two pitch guy, but the way that he tunnels his pitches and the movement you know, it, it almost benefits him. It, at times, he's admitted he doesn't even know where the ball the ball's going. Yeah, I think he's a two pitch pitcher with variations with each pitch. So it's like yes, yeah, it's it, it's two pitches, but there's really two pitches of each in each pitch. Like a slider, yeah. he has that the four that, total. Yeah, kinda in it, a way. It's, yeah, it's that that's he has that looping sweeping slider, and then that you know that kind of goes like. Uh, you know, like it waves a little bit. Right. And then he's got that one that just darts that goes short, you know, short and quick. And then he's got that cut ride fastball that Lindsay yep, talks ride. about. Yeah. And then he's got that straight fastball. So he's like a, I would say he's almost a three pitch pitcher because it's like a pitch and a half of each. Um, mm-hmm. And and he decides, I, I would be interested to, you know, and, and God forbid somebody asks him this, but, you know, we don't do that with our type of reporting. Um, I would love to know, like when we get when he gets on Pitchcom, if he has two different names for a slider, or if he just decides how he wants to throw it. Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't that be kind of a fascinating question? Like, is it hey, is it you know this slider and that slider? Is it just is it is it hey, we're going slider here, and you, you're the one that breaks it or does it uh, sharp? Yeah, Boo Goldberg coming at you there. No, you don't think that's uh, interesting at all. No, I don't care about that. So really, uh, I think that's kind of interesting. <laughs> no, I'm just he, I'm, I'm being quick to dismiss. No, because because we're just talking like that would really. I, def- I don't like Pitchcom, dude. Th- that would that would be the definition of if we oh, would call consider it fingers, two, dif- two different pitches. Do you know what I mean? No, I do. Sorry, I'm getting a little goofy. I uh, I apologize. No, no, you're good. Um, our team won their twentieth ball game earlier. Congrats! You know what? I'm gonna have a sip to that. Oh, good. Is that ice or? Mm-hmm. Hey, That's we got a big great. show. You can't promote that. I apologize. So, no, uh, so Steele has been excellent. He Might now, start covering labels. Uh huh. So he's been great, and uh, we're very jacked up about that. Uh, any offensive highlights that stuck out to you from the ten four ball game? Whenever we win, it's a blowout. Um, this team hits lefties. I'll tell you that. I mean, it's, as bad as Suzuki's been, he's killed lefties. Mancini three walks today. That was pretty much my big takeaway. Oh wow. Uh, Jan Gomes looked great in his return. He had you a know, home run. Wisdom had a home run. You know, it's crazy Marino how had a nice night. It's crazy how Gomes hits and can play catcher. Doesn't have to go crazy or cost eighty-seven M's. But I'll leave that for a different show. Yeah, um, I don't know who you're referencing there. So. No, well, it was a good game. I mean, everybody. I think everybody did something, right? 
Yeah, no, they did. And uh, the Cubs are now 11-3 and three when they score five runs or more. Uh, they're 4-3 and three when they score exactly four, and they're a dismal 3-13 uh, and 13 when they <laughs> score three or less. Yeah, uh, that makes up 18-19 on the campaign. <laughs> so Nice win today. And Morrell should be here to stay. Can we say that yet? Or Yes. Okay. And, uh, you know, I don't know how much he has to do. Um, he, he, he seems pretty solid to me. So yeah, it's early, but yes, of course. Cubs had a pitching prospect that struck out 10 and five shutout on Wednesday. We'll tell you who that is and break down their pitching infrastructure as it were, uh, coming up next. Today's episode is presented by game time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time is deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, and it's just two taps away. So it's in a matter of seconds, and you're all set. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed with Game Time. The Cubs play the Twins at 7.10 p.m. Central Friday, and you could listen to every pitch with the Cubs' hometown broadcast on Sirius XM, on the SXM app, search Cubs, or tune into channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on Sirius XM. Prospect Ben Brown. You remember what trade that was, Sam? David Robertson. Yeah. Last year at the deadline, last summer, we were only about four or five weeks into this program, and uh, Jed Hoyer pulled off perhaps another heist as a deal that sent Robertson to the Phillies. Ben Brown was the return. And today, with the I-Cubs in his second start in Des Moines, he went five innings, two hits, no runs, 10 strikeouts, and across two levels this year. 30 and two-thirds innings, 18 hits, two runs, 11 walks. Remember, 30 innings. Yeah. And 47 punch-outs, man. Uh, just very impressive work from the youngster. Yeah, and and, and what is he? Twenty two or twenty three? Yeah. Um, oh, you don't know that answer. Uh, twenty three. No, okay. why would I know that? No, okay, yeah, no, that's fine then. Um, <laughs> I know I, he's a good pitcher. He might be on the north side before the I, over. I'm really excited about this because this has been the issue, as I said earlier in the show, for a really long time. And you're seeing signs at the big league level with Steele. And now you're seeing signs all over the minor leagues, whether it be Ben Brown, whether it be Wicks, whether it be Horton. Uh, and, and that's the key. Like, that's the secret sauce to success. And and I, and I have, a fo- I have a, a, something to pull up from my phone that I texted you earlier. Oh, and, great. And, and you know what I'm referencing, don't you? Well, I think it was about uh, the pitching, the pitching group, right? Yeah, no, it was, dude, and I can't find okay. it right now. So why didn't you have that up before we hit? Record, yeah, yeah, because I forgot I was going to talk about it. Here it is. Uh-huh. It's Great. scary when large market clubs mm-hmm. figure out pitching development, not having to spend big money in free agency on arms or trade for established veterans. 
allow an organization to build aggressively. The Cubs have figured out pitching development, MLB executive burner. Now, I think it might be a little early to make a claim like that, but just hearing that is such music to my ears because pitching development is the backbone. It is the key to sustain success in the major leagues, right? You develop yeah. pitchers and, and you get to keep them. You get to keep them on low deals. To me, the, the teams, I would say that there's like five teams that really stick out that have just been mm. extraordinary at developing pitching. And I'll name them right now: the well, Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Houston Astros, the Cleveland Guardians, and the Milwaukee Brewers. Those five wow. would stick out. And and what have all five of those teams have in common? They're pretty much good every season. Yeah, uh, consistency for, for sure for for a long time now. And so um, yeah, I just get really excited when I hear stuff like that. And um, you know, Ben Brown specifically has really good stuff. If mm -hmm. he continues this trajectory, you know, Jed has mentioned he likes to get his his prospects, just like last year with Wisniewski, their feet wet out of the bullpen or something like that. Expect that the second half of the year if he continues this upward trajectory. So uh, very exciting. I, um, you know, it, it was a pretty good day for the Cubs, but, you know, I think because of what's happened at the big league level, and the absolute frustration that these short, you know, these run one run losses or close losses or whatever it is have been. Yep. We've lost sight a little bit of, hey, this isn't a quote unquote window year. I don't buy that. I think the Cubs are good enough to win this division if they're managed and and, and do do things better. So that's what's so frustrating. Right. But you you do sometimes have to put in perspective that there are some some really special guys that are going to be coming up, and there's some really positive trends. And no bigger one is what's going on with pitching. Like, if you take uh, uh, Brown, Wicks, and Horton, if one of those three guys becomes a star, that's good. If two of those three guys become stars, you're now cooking with serious, serious gas. You know, it's it's unrealistic to have all three become great. Right, but, but maybe so, dude. You know, so so that's something to keep an eye on. Right. And, and uh, I have an electric stove, by the way. <laughs> No, did you have like some sort of like like pill or something before this show? Like you're really giddy, or is it just a Cubs victory? No, the Cubs victory helped, man. Yeah, no, you're you're all the way back in. To me, I'm just yeah. like, hey, nice job. Let's see, you know, let me know when it's a three-two till. <laughs> I get with the three-two. <laughs> you know, two-one. Uh, win a game going first to third and a, and a safety squeeze. Well, I'm, wow, yeah, well. We bunted five times in a row tonight at the no, freshman level. It. So, yeah, uh, that's a little bit odd. Yeah, sure. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah. they can't defend it. <laughs> what type of role would Ben Brown have in in this year? Yeah, uh, like like a long reliever. Okay, maybe if there's a need at starter, starter. But but you know, long term, he's you. This is a guy that could be a top end guy here. I mean, right, right. He's he's moving up quickly. Yeah, he's a quick riser for sure. And Cade yeah. Horton was promoted to South Bend the other day. Yeah, he had his he first might start end today. This, he might end yeah. the year in Tennessee. Yeah, he had his first start today. I don't think it went great, but I don't think it went terrible. I think, I think he gave up a few runs, um, but uh, again, and, he's a high-level prospect. And Jordan Wicks. Has been incredible. Uh, has been great. And Cole Franklin got promoted today. He did. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm telling you, watch Jackson these arms. Ferris is at Myrtle Beach now. Yeah. Watch for these arms. 
You know, you got to keep the one thing dangerous about having a lot of arms in the minor leagues is, is Tommy Johns. You want to make sure these guys stay healthy and just churn them in. And, and then what it allows you to do, like that tweet said, is then you could take the money you got and go get stars. You don't have to worry about right. the Jamison Tyone or Drew hey, Smiley tweener deals because you got them already. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're excited about the pitching group. No, so that's all I'm excited about, not the skipper. I see. I'm glad that you wedged that in there if people <laughs> are still listening. So uh, we're going to do our first standings check as we go around the NL Central. Coming up next. Today's episode is also presented by So Rare, revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to an epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing to, today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing. LockedOn Cubs is now on SiriusXM, and you can listen to every pitch this season with the Cubs' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. In fact, Sam, I heard our promo for the first time this evening, uh, so that was very cool. How was that? Hear. It was it was cool. Cool, man. I got a kick out of that, as, as you know, which probably isn't a surprise. Uh, but SiriusXM is like six or seven pitches behind, so <laughs> that's a little inconvenient. All right, we're going to go around the NL Central for the first time. Why not check the standings as we're 23% of the season in the books? There is uh, 125 games to play, <laughs> which is comical when you hear it out loud. It is, and and I get it, you know, and I, I think we're being fair every day. I do. I, if I didn't, I would I would say that. Right. Um. But I do think there's a tendency to react, you know, in the moment and maybe it comes off as overreaction. But, you know, I think uh, in some ways, perhaps the calendar is on a lot of teams side, including the Cubs. And the Cubs are two and a half out of first place after Wednesday's victory. The Pirates are in the top spot at 21 and 17. Brewers right behind at 20 and 17. So one less game. Cubs 18 and 19. Reds 15 and 21. And Cardinals at 13 and 25. First impressions of this division. That it's winnable. Um, that it's going to be that the Cubs have more life than a newborn baby. Um, you know what I mean? It's uh, it, it, it's okay. you're, you're basically even right now. I mean, right. there's a lot of teams. I mean, the, 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 the favorite of the sure, the, the favorite of the divisions, you know, what are they 13 and 25 or something? Um, well, yeah, they're 13 and 25. I just said that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, every team is very flawed. I think the Cubs have, 
you know, definitely wasted an opportunity to to be three, four, five games up. Well, the Pirates lost seven straight. Yeah, it's nice to see Pittsburgh come back down to earth because when they first came back down to earth, it was against Tampa and Toronto. But uh, then they yeah. just lost. They just lost two out of three against the Rockies at home. So that's not great. Milwaukee, this is just a classic Milwaukee team. They're pitching. They don't hit. Um, they're, they're, right. It's the same that, thing that, with that's, that's who they are. So. But uh, and then you have St. Louis, who will be kind of the sleeping giant. We'll see how that goes all year. But I don't, I don't foresee this division getting away from anybody. Do you? I think eighty-five is going to win it. Maybe eighty-six. And that's such a low number this day no, and age. It really is. Mateo. It's such a low number. Eighty-five wins, Cole Komet. <laughs> I mean, eighty. Th- that's that's the guy. Well, I'm Cole. just thinking about the current roster. Yeah, no, right. Okay. So, yeah, no, the division is uh, leaves a lot to be desired. Right. Um, you know, and each team has gone, besides the Redbirds, has gone on a hot streak. Uh, even the Reds have. Um, What's the re- what'd you say the Reds record was again? 15 and 21. Yeah. Probably a little better than we thought. Yeah. You know, but we're not really, you know, I'm not really focused on them too much. Yeah, I will when we play them. Um, yeah, later this month. So I'm interested to see what happens, you know, as we'll preview on Friday's episode with this road trip. Oh, I got some, I got it's, some stuff. So we'll preview that for Friday's show. Um, also for Friday, I think we're going to zoom in on the fan graph stuff, Sam. Uh, the Cubs have the third best team in baseball according to Fangraph's team quality metric. Yeah, I love it. And they're 18 and 19 on the campaign. <laughs> so yeah, just something I think we should look, dig into. Do you think we could I think do, it's worth everybody's time. Do you think it would be out of out of bounds if we did like a like a tribute episode to Luis Torrens? Yes, I don't okay. think there's 20 minutes there. So. Okay. Um, got it i apologize and uh, i think he's did he hook on with another club yeah he did they traded him to somewhere oh yeah uh, for cash right yeah was it yeah they traded him to i believe the atlantic league so <laughs> no uh, no don't oh, say that oh, man. Oh, oh all right i'll tell you now this we gotta be we gotta i be think factual. it was an al east team yeah i want to say it was the orioles but i'm fact checking no I, you're so. right you're yeah, right when you said it i remembered it great Shout out to the everydayers who are with us all five episodes okay. throughout the week. And you could become an everydayer by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube. And smash the like button for the algorithm. That's very important. Uh, we've routinely been getting triple-digit likes. Let's keep, keep that going. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your pods on the audio side. So we'll be back Friday. Fan graphs, Cubs twins preview, Cubs road trip preview, um, and a whole lot more. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.